I'm here. Welcome to another edition of Talking Turley. And, well, smack that like button, hit like and subscribe, uh, join the channel, etc. Now, you'll never believe what we've got on the docket today, friends. You are not going to want to miss this. It is Steve Turley talking about what happened when Bill Maher spoke to Neil deGrasse Tyson. He left him speechless on wokeness. Let's have a little look. Omar just delivered an epic takedown of the ultra-woke leftist Neil deGrasse Tyson. We're going to take a look at the latest and frankly brilliant critique of woke college campuses. We're going to see how Tyson was left absolutely speechless by Mars' brutal assessment. And make sure to stick with me at the very end of this video when we're going to see how this whole woke hysteria is literally all falling apart and promises to take the left down with it. You're not going to want to miss this. Can I ask? I know it's your podcast, but I have, I've been carrying questions within me for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay. Carrying, okay. Wow. Uh, so you don't, as I heard you say, maybe it, you dot it here and there, but you've abandoned college campuses in your stand-up. Every comedian has. Okay. So literally everyone. Let me let me ask you. If you came up today, would you just read the landscape and develop a whole other comedic repertoire? that does not end up having people pick it outside your thing? I would, are, I, are, are you just transposed and you're not adjusting to the shifting terrain? So is why is it their fault and not your fault? Well, you're, you're being so broad about the whole thing. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, but that doesn't work because that doesn't ever explain anything. If you want to talk about specific issues, I, I it's funny, you know, this subject comes up a lot of times with, like, people who are, you know, my friends who are around my age, 40. Um, <laughs> no, and they have, like, kids who are, like, super woke and drive them <laughs> I got woke kids. I will never be as woke as my kids would want me to be, ever. Yeah, but you're a little too, still. <laughs> uh, and, you know, woke does not automatically mean better. Newer does not automatically right, mean that's better. True. So that's why I say to talk broadly is bullshit. You have to, like, talk about what specific you know, issue are we talking about? You know, the 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 ones that get, get people's attention are gender issues. Yeah, I know, but that, what? Uh, things like that that, well, okay, this but is Bill, very you, different. You cut your teeth mm. in but the 70s. What, I, what I'm saying is- And you read the, you read the room. Okay, but I'll answer you. You read the politics. Answer, and you, and you, I, I didn't read the politics. Yes, you did. I, I, how the do you know what I did? Because you, I know, I know your jokes of the era, they were great. Well, a lot of people think they're great now. Okay, this <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you don't any. <laughs> no, no. What I meant was, am I not they, woke they were, enough for they you? Were jokes That's... that would work on a college campus. Okay. Surely there is a portfolio of jokes would, that would still if, work on a college campus. Surely. I would hope not. From what maybe maybe some college campuses, you, the ones you read about are. Insane. You've given up and on an entire generation. And I have, you don't given, know how to make I have them given up on any place that doesn't even remotely attempt to believe in free speech and thinks that anything that, that they hear that they don't like, that they don't agree with, is violence. These people are nuts and you should be calling them out. Somebody like you, who has standing with kids, should be not joining them. You're doing what to it. You're yes. doing what parents do. You're taking the path of least resistance. I, and therefore hurting the kids and yourself. Parents ruin both their lives. They ruin their and spoiled kids' lives and they ruin yeah. their own lives because the kids rule. 
Ooh, based, Bill Barr, based, based. The roost. So that's what you're doing on a national level. I'm feeling more like on the porch. Hey, gang, you need to click on that link below. And hey, gang, it's me, academic agent, and I can't wait to share with you some analysis of awesome conservative trends by Dr. Steve Turley. You are not going to want to miss this. But first, let me tell you about some of the great courses available at the academic agency. Top selling course there is something called the Trivium. That's Foundations of Writing, Foundations of Logic, and Foundations of Rhetoric in a three-in-one package. Many people, thousands of people have taken this course, and I've always had fantastic feedback for it. Buy it now. Now, that was a rather brilliant soliloquy on Bill Maher's part for how Neil deGrasse Tyson is ultimately complying with utterly absurd insanity and increasingly violent insanity at that. Now, at one level, Maher's taking Tyson to task for simply not understanding the nature of comedy. There have been a number of articles published over the last several months exploring this precise point as to why woke comedy is so patently unfunny. In short, woke comedy fails because the point of it is not to make us laugh, but to lecture us about what we ought to believe. Great comedy teaches us not through lectures, but through laughter. This has been a hallmark in the Western tradition going all the way back to the ancient comedic Greeks, where classical comedy provided keen insight into society. The ancient Greek play Lysistrata by Aristophanes is one of the funniest things you ever read. It masterfully overturns Greek stereotypes about women. You see, historically speaking, Western civilization has envisioned comedy as a profound means of cultural critique. All good points from Dr. Steve. I'm not going to... Uh, these are good points from him. Since the days of ancient Athens, comedy sought to address the political and social issues of their day with whimsical critique and satire. What Mars getting at there with Tyson is that wokeness has categorically destroyed that tradition. Wokeness has, in effect, sanctified designated victims, or better, victim classes, oppressed classes, as beyond reproach. And to offend those victims is, in effect, to commit heresy. It's literally the worst thing a person can do to offend a sanctified victim. And anything that seeks to offer cultural critique is going to offend, most particularly comedy. I mean, these are all true points. I'm not, uh, nothing Dr. Steve has said is incorrect, I would say, uh, or, 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 or indeed what uh, uh, Bill Maher said, they are not incorrect. So what Marr is basically bringing to the fore for everyone to see is just how ignorant, how repulsively ignorant Neil deGrasse Tyson is over not merely the nature of comedy, but over the nature of wokeness itself 
And it's precisely because Tyson is himself so woke, as he admits to. I mean, he ain't as woke as his kids, according to him. But he's still woke. And wokeness by its nature is liberal totalitarianism. Wokeness refuses to allow for any semblance of dissent. Silence is compliance, right? It's technically known as radical perspectivalism, which is a fancy-smanchy way of just saying that some people, some ridiculous narcissistic people, actually believe that they have a monopoly on the truth. And therefore, any dissent is by definition untrue. But with wokeness, it goes even deeper. When you dissent from the moral norms of wokeness, you offend sanctified groups and are therefore heretical. You're not simply wrong, or you don't simply have a difference of opinion. You're heretical, and heretics must, by definition, be excommunicated, and hence woke's infatuation with cancel culture. And who, above anyone else, have borne the brunt of that propensity towards cancel culture? Comedians like Bill Maher. <laughs> the good news is that wokeness is terrible. Oh, come on, Steve. No, no, no. <laughs> he was going so well. He was going so well. <laughs> Steve, you were going so well, mate. I thought it was, I thought this was a really, actually a really insightful, good, you know, bit bit surface level, but still a pretty good uh, critique of uh, wokeness. And then he was like, yeah, who has suffered most, Bill Maher? <laughs> Look. You have to understand, uh, you know, what, what, okay, so this is a kind of surface level, level one analysis, uh, sort of critique of wokeness I would have made back in 2016 or something. But he makes good points. And yes, you, you know, comedy uh, has to have, a, uh, you have to be allowed to make fun of people, uh, basically, to have uh, comedy. And um, wokeness is kind of shrill and brittle and doesn't allow you to laugh, right? Um, you know, so you can understand why someone like Bill Maher doesn't play college campuses. But you have to understand the role that Bill Maher plays for the liberal system. The very liberal system that has brought about this totalitarianism that Dr. Steve is talking about. Um, now, Bill Maher uh, is, is very much what I call a Gen X Daria, okay? Uh, as, uh, you know... There's old Bill Murray in Ghostbusters there. Uh, later on, there was Daria uh, herself. And what the Gen X Daria does for the liberal regime is it presents um, the status quo, a certain type of status quo, um, as being uh, kind of common sense. They present themselves... I mean, what Bill Maher is, essentially is the reasonable liberal, the reasonable liberal, okay? So, how can I put this? I mean, the Gen X Daria will respond to things like religion with a roll of the eyes. They'll be cynical about, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of genuine uh, political causes of various different kinds. Um, they will uh, usually point to like you know follow the money type sort of sort of arguments, but it was exactly these people, including Bill Maher, who, um, how can I say, when push comes to shove, their role 
is to defend the regime itself, to defend the system. Okay, and Bill Maher is clearly, let's go back to that friend-enemy distinction that we talked about before, is clearly not a friend of uh, Steve Turley or of anybody watching this video, uh, or indeed of Americans at large. Um, Bill Maher is a stooge of the regime that is put in there to voice kind of genuine concerns, but to do it in such a way that keeps you on the reservation keeps you from going outside of the mainstream discourse. You know, in Bill Maher's ideal world, the dialectic is between himself and Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, Bill Maher will never allow you to find somebody like me or uh, or any of my mates, for example. Uh, Bill Maher is trying to keep you engaged with the Matrix and in the Matrix, okay? Uh, one person who put this particularly well uh, is my buddy, Oh, speaking of the Matrix, is that a helicopter coming? Oh, it's over, guys. Uh, all right. Um, one person who articulated this particularly well is my good buddy and friend, Aaron McIntyre. So let's see what Aaron McIntyre said about Bill Maher. I need to talk to you about one of my hobby horses. I need to get up on the soapbox, and I, I just need to vent about somebody who's always driven me nuts or at least a phenomenon that has always driven me nuts which is conservatives praising bill maher bill maher hates you bill maher hates everything you stand for bill maher hates your values bill maher would not spit on you if you were on fire bill maher thinks you are trash but for some reason conservatives just can't get themselves enough bill maher because you see bill maher tells people the truth yes that's right bill maher every once in a while like like once every month or two bill maher says something just ever so slightly that is a criticism of the left man over and over and over again this guy derides the right he insults conservatives he talks about how christians are idiots and fools he slanders anyone and everyone who's ever disagreed with him politically on the right however like once or twice a month, he'll say something like the left have gone too far. The left have gotten crazy. Things are out of control on the left. And man, every conservative outlet and every pundit and everybody just loves, to, oh, Bill Maher slamming the left again. Bill Maher bringing the heat. Bill Maher, you know, he says what he really thinks. And man, I am so tired of this song and dance. So there it is. There was Aaron McIntyre. Uh, really uh, explaining uh, the problem with this. But anyway, let's get back to uh, Turley here. The main victim of wokeness is not Bill Maher, okay, and is not comedians. In fact, many comedians are completely dined out on being anti-woke. Uh, I have an old video called the Dave Chappelle Containment. Go and watch my old video about the Dave Chappelle Containment where I talked about this before. All of this discourse is kind of regime um containment mechanisms to keep you on the reservation and to keep you plugged into mainstream media okay and turley by covering this even though good points are being made okay is is ultimately falling into the trap again the main victim of wokeness isn't bill maher and it isn't any comedian it isn't dave chappelle it's all of you it is normal everyday citizens of America 
and in this country, in Britain, anyone who's ever, you know, lost out uh, on a job to affirmative action, anyone who's ever been, I don't know, fired because they didn't support BLM. I know some of those people very closely. Um, you know, it's, 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 it is normal, everyday working people who are the victims of this. Not Bill Maher. Bill Maher is made for life. Bill, Bill Maher tells you that he hates you and literally spits in your face and still has you gobbling up this red meat from out of the palm of his hand. Steve, come on. You must know that Bill Maher is not a friend. You must know that Bill Maher, even if he's making points that you agree with, ultimately uh, doesn't have anybody's interests at heart. So we shouldn't valorize him. You should always point out, actually, Bill Maher's complicity, his complacency, his uh, fecklessness in aiding and abetting the system that brought wokeness into place in the first place. You know, at, at every step of the way, what did Bill Maher do to combat this? At every step of the way, he was cheering on exactly those political leaders, exactly those political leaders who brought this system about in the first place. And he was counter-signaling anyone who ever tried to do anything about it and calling them racist with everybody else. So don't give me this shit, Bill Maher, okay? And I, I share Aaron McIntyre's absolute frustration that more people don't see through this obvious ploy that the regime does. Uh, anyway, let's see what else uh, Dr. Steve says. While Bill Maher and Neil deGrasse Tyson may look like they're getting along there, at the national level, more and more liberals are beginning to permanently walk away from the progressive woke left. We've been talking a lot of late about how the political left, not just here, but in fact all over the world, is basically tearing itself apart over the Israeli-Hamas war. The pro-Israel faction and the pro-Palestinian faction are finding that their differences are absolutely irreconcilable. And as a result, the left is shattering as a viable political force. What we're seeing here with wokeness is causing a rift every bit as devastating. Yeah, but let, I mean, let's not forget, forget on the Israel-Palestine issue. If you if you sidle over to the GOP and the Republican Party, you, you don't have freedom of speech on that issue either, though. There is not freedom of speech on the Israel-Palestine issue. Republican uh, governors are literally banning it. You know, you're talking about free speech on campuses. You're not allowed to be anti-Israel uh, anti on campuses anymore. I always say over 30 states have banned boycotts of Israel. There is not freedom of speech on the Israel issue. So the Palestinian, the Palestinian question is the literally the only question on which the left have been pro-free speech for the past 30 years. But of course, you know, he's not going to mention that either. Anyway, let's carry on. Inside the political left. And we can only hope that that rift will result not just in the defeat of wokeness, but in the ultimate defeat of the left itself. Hey, gang, I know. All right. Okay. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, smack that uh, bell, hit like and subscribe. Do buy my courses at the Academic Agency. But most importantly of all, ladies and gentlemen, get out. What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Well, that's easily fixed.